You're listening to The Real Short Box, a comic book podcast made for geeks by geeks. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to The Real Short Box. Sitting in front of me is... Supreme Chancellor Kevin. And to my left... Captain Don Solo. In case you haven't noticed, there is a lot of energy missing from my voice this evening as we have agreed to talk about episodes 7, 8, and 9 of Star Wars. The sequel trilogy. Guys, I would just like to kick it off right away. And I'm just not up for debate on this one. The absolute worst scene in the history of any Star Wars movie when they go to that planet with Benicio Del Toro. Oh, yes. <laughs> but let's let's slowly work our way there. The collector? Now, yeah. <laughs> I want to be as kind as I can. I <clears throat> spent a summer on a project with Kelly Marie Tran, who plays Rose Tico. And I will say this. Kelly Marie Tran is a very nice person, the type of person who will actually go out of her way to talk to you. But you see, Rose Tico... Combined with Finn, an absolutely worthless character as far as I'm concerned, worthless from a story perspective. I actually like John Boyega and Benicio Del Toro going to it's a my doppelganger. gambling casino on another planet. Kevin, I know you have a lot to say, and you will say it more articulately than me, but can we please just start off and agree this is the worst scene in the history of Star Wars? It's, it, it's up there. The whole the whole scene on that planet it's 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 disturbing. But before that, let's work our way to it. Before I get my anger charged up, let's start with Episode Seven: The Force Awakens. What's the most memorable scene? I'll tell you. I don't remember. I don't remember one scene in that movie. You don't? Oh wait, they killed Han Solo. Thanks, guys. Anyway, go ahead. I thought it was, the one scene I thought was kind of cool <clears throat> was when you got to see Han and Chewie again when they got on the Millennium Falcon. I thought that was special. Poe Dameron sucks, Ray sucks, uh, Kylo Ren sucks. They all suck, okay? I have nothing more to say. Hmm. Go, right. go, go ahead. And, and can you Force, t- Force Awakens is a half a decent film. The pro- biggest problem is... Hell yeah. What, why, is, <laughs> what, why is Hux a stormtrooper Nazi Germany style? Yeah, I'll get that part. Okay. I'm sorry, please continue. Supreme Leader Snoke, I thought, was going to be a cool dark side character. I even had my theories about behind, oh, behind who he was. But, all right, I'm getting there. We get okay. to episode eight, we have a lot to talk about, right. about, about right. Snoke, right. how they right. messed right. that up. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, another Death Star. Oh, yes, yes. Just known as that. Starkiller Base. Yes, so they decided that the best thing to do for their first Star Wars film in, in years and years and years was to come out with another Death Star, which you know, it's like ten times retreading old one. ground is old. Right, it just doesn't work, and this did not work. It did not work for me anyway. I was not fooled. Uh, the film itself was subpar, uh, but it definitely wasn't the worst of no, no. uh, the films to come. Um, but yeah, it was uh, the introduction of some characters. I thought we would see some characters. Landau, I thought we would see. Did mm-hmm. not see. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the other guys I thought we would see, we did not see. We did get to see a little bit of uh, 3CPO and yeah. uh, C3PO. Now, R2-D2 the one new character and... that interested enough was the most interesting from Seven was the little... Um... Oh my gosh. BB-8? BB-8. Yeah, BB-8 was, was awesome. It was pretty cool. 
BB-8 was like a female R2-D2, which is pretty cool. Yeah. In a way. Like a robot female. Now, the dork side obviously would tell you that BB-8 was specifically made for toys. Of course. Like they said about the Ewoks. But, um, no, I I would agree. Like, BB-8 did have some maneuvering that was actually quite cool. Um, Obviously, like, you know, my my biggest complaints, I don't have compliments on this movie. I just don't. My biggest complaints in the movie are... When you bring out the Death Star, it's clearly very uninspired. Circular base, yes. Very uninspired. Uh, you also have these characters that Poe Dameron, to me... Now, granted, I watched this film once. I don't know what the heck Poe Dameron was doing, honestly. That entire film, he just kind of showed up, and, you know, in cameos, it seemed. Uh, Ray, I had a hard time getting into. Captain Phasma could have been interesting. Yeah, anything. <laughs> anything would have been more interesting for this movie. There was like some attack on an ice planet. I don't know. I wasn't paying much attention. Um, and I was just, it, it seemed like a shot for shot remake. A subpar lightsaber scene. Yes. Yeah. A shot for shot remake of star Wars, new hope, which we all know the beats of that story. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it, and obviously, is it just me? Please spear your opinion on this. Did Harrison Ford look like he even wanted to be there? Obviously, he did not. Probably not, but $25 million, from what I hear, was very uh, enticing. (laughs) Yeah, he was excited for the money, but not so exciting to retread old ground, which is why uh, what happened happened. Especially the story, you know, he could have given a little bit more. And then the fact that they decided to demean his character about what he was doing over the last 30-something years. What was that? Basically, abandon the family. Mm. Leave Leia. Mm. Leia's just, you know... Made him a piece of shit. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And also starts a trend of what these films really are about. Basically demeaning all the male characters as much as possible and elevating the female characters, like really over-elevating the female characters. In other words, they can do no wrong. Uh, Ray. Ray, What's Ray. What's an example of this? Well, Ray. yeah, as you mentioned, Ray is perfect. She, she, she's perfect. She can do no wrong. She, she started she to use the struggle. force and just really just, just kind like of that. took it like that. Yeah. yeah. And I get that there's a lot of argument for Luke being able to do that, but I feel like Luke... Had a lot of work he had to do with Yoda, and you saw the struggle. Kind of he, he struggled through those movies before he became right. But we didn't a really Jedi. quite get that with Ray. Yeah, and, it's just like it's just. I would have liked to have seen that, and I know we'll catch shit for this. I get that. I understand. And we don't that. care. But yeah, I mean, yeah, it's an opinion-based podcast because we're individuals with opinions, and so if you, sorry. If, if you don't like our opinions, then please be kind enough to contribute to the podcast. Now, look, yes, let us know. Educate us. Yes. Now, look, I, I, you know, I'm going to take a, kind of a slightly different position, guys. I think if you can intelligently defend your opinions, which you just did, mm-hmm. you can have them. I mm-hmm. don't see Absolutely. anything wrong with that. And, you know, my whole thing is, all that aside... If Ray wasn't such a dull character to me, I could care about all that stuff. Because the bottom line is, I just I, want to see her struggle. When, when learn I, from things. When I watch a adversity, film, you know, when I watch a film, there are certainly things that uh, characters that are morally and maybe politically not on my side when I watch something. But I don't care. I'm being told a story, so just you know, the, the whole whatever you can believe what you want. My whole thing is, don't friggin' be dull. I can't stress this enough. Mm-hmm. I agree. You know, so, I mean, episode, I mean, this thing, like I said, uh, you know, earlier, here's my problem. I asked this question. Now, is it wrong of me to view the first three, uh, episode four, five, and six as sacrosanct? There's an opinion out there that says, yes, I'm wrong to elevate those as high as I do. But I do have to ask a question. Do these new filmmakers have any respect for the significance of this series we apparently sp- not we spent time in four five and six talking about how this essentially changed 
you know, summer cinema in many ways. Right. If you're going to do a 789, it has to have a purpose. Why is the story not complete? Why was Return of the Jedi not the last story? Why is it continuing? That's So I, I had some ideas of how you can continue the story, and I thought they were going in that direction, but boy, I was dead wrong. Well, you know, and also, too, something else to bring up here, you know, uh, Princess Leia and Han Solo are in our iconic characters, yes. obviously. And, and then they separate them. This is something that they got wrong in, in, in 7, and they also got wrong in 8 with Luke Skywalker. Stop depending on the fact that you, I don't know if you remember the South Park episode with the member berries, you know, where they talk about, oh, remember this, remember that. You need to go further than that. Yes. You just can't bring out these people and like, oh, look, it's on Solo. And automatically we're just drawn to it. He needs a purpose to be there. And we all know why we love Han Solo in the original movies. Why did these filmmakers not understand that? I think they understood it. Did they? I, I still think they cared. Their <sighs> their idea through Disney. I, I, I don't think they understood. Th- th- it. This is my conspiracy theory about this. I think Disney had the the objective as we're just going to put them there as a way to put butts in the seats as far as the old fans. But the old but the real objective is to push them out, push them away as soon as possible so we can introduce our well new characters. You saw in uh, in the new Star Wars land at Disney Disneyland is uh, only proper. sequel trilogy, right? They don't have any of the older characters in there. It's which all is the, which is which is absolute sacrilege. Characters. Absolute sacrilege. Yeah, could you imagine how much money you could make if you built like a Hoth? Yeah, I mean, where, where do you a Tatooine? Where do you, you think you this- can walk through? Where do you think this foundation was built, guys? Oh, what kind of stupidity is this? But but I, I don't know what drugs they were smoking and snorting when they came up with that idea. But they didn't care. Hey, but look, now they're gonna pay the price. Look, if you have the hardcore they followers, are, oh, they are paying the price of yeah. our generations and older. If we boycotted those movies, I'm telling you, seventy plus percent of their returns would disappear. They're actually they're actually they're actually are, starting to yeah, and they're starting to boycott the uh, episode nine. Not only uh, that, but they're trying to boycott the uh, the this. Star Wars Land to Disneyland. Yep, yep. Because they've raised prices. Galaxy's Edge, yeah. Uh, ex- uh, exponentially, but also because of the fact that there's little love for the original. Right, they're being trilogy. disrespectful. Being disrespectful. Right. Obviously, these movies so far have proven the disrespect. Yeah. Now, I can anticipate there's a lot we're going to get into with Episode 8, but before we do get into Episode 8, um, I noticed you guys brought up the, uh, the terminology of purpose. I must, dare I, ask the question, is there truly a purpose in your mind to making Solo and Rogue One? Rogue One, I can see, but Solo, not really. Okay, yes. Uh, I mean, absolutely. Uh, everybody that's anybody that, that wants to understand Star Wars wants to know the backstories of these characters. We've always wanted to know it, whether we've we've thought about it or not. It's inherently kind of ingratiated in our minds simply because we watched the first original three. We want to know more. Uh, The fact that that, um, they got the plans for the Death Star and stuff, that's so cool. I wonder how that happened. If you never thought that, you're not a true fan. And the fact that they gave us that and they gave us that so well. Rogue One was truly the best of the newest Star Wars films we've got. I, I'm not going to argue that. Yeah, you, you you really can't. It was so well done and so fun. And I think it's it's because... It had the spirit. Right, it had the, the spirit. It was tied in between two of the, you know, the best Star Wars films there are. You know, um, that in of itself made you want to pay attention to it. And they had to make it good. If they fudged that up, 
my god, heads would have rolled. Now, Solo um, is, a, is a one-off. It's kind of based off of, you know, just one character and his backstory. I think they did a really good job. I don't think it's perfect, but I think it was very fun, very entertaining. I think it just came at the wrong time. Yeah, because we were angry. It followed a film that is the most hated Star Wars most films divisive, of all time. Most divisive. All time. And, and I think, too, when you talk about these movies, there is a – the beauty of Star Wars for me was when I was growing up was the lack of oversaturation. You're starting to oversaturate. Now, I'm of the opinion Rogue One I did enjoy, but I couldn't help but question the purpose from my perspective of, oh, people died to get these plans. I could safely assume that and have been completely okay with it. There's something kind of brilliant about Star Wars being that I don't need Han Solo's backstory. I know everything I want to know about him, and I'm perfectly content. I get that. It's like learning the the history of Wolverine. Or, yeah, or the, or, or the real name of the Joker and his origins. And... Right. Yeah, so I, 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 I am going to backhand it in the sense that I don't see the purpose of making it. But where I will compliment it is I did enjoy it. I think Act 3 of Rogue One is just outstanding. Like how how intrigued I was, and the fact that when they were on that that base, suicide mission, when they were on that base on, on the ground, I, it looked so similar to the Return of the Jedi. Like I was like, wow, these guys really put some work into this and and was, detail. And then you saw the sacrifice; it was a suicide mission. Yeah, yeah. Um, Spoilers. <laughs> Sorry, before, we all knew before that, we get into your favorite part here, guys. I think we should talk about a little comic book shop in Canoga Park. Oh, I think you're referring to the great temple of comics known as Spiro's Heroes. Oh, sorry to interrupt everyone. Just wanted to mention real quick about a shop in Canoga Park, California called Spiro's Heroes. Elliot, the proprietor of the store, has over 300,000 books in what's called the Temple of Comics. That's Spiro Heroes in Canoga Park. SpiroHeroes.com. Such a righteous comic book shop. Absolutely. The best. I'm stealing your verbiage there. <laughs> okay, so uh, just full disclosure to our audience, we did not have any advanced discussion in our previous podcast about what we were going to talk about here. I literally prepared a bunch of information, and these guys are kind of answering off the cuff, except for this. Kevin... I'm going to turn the floor over to you because I know you're not going to give any compliments to episode eight. And to be fair, and Donald, please agree or disagree with me, they deserve no compliments. I can't argue with the fact that it doesn't deserve many compliments. Um, I would be complimentary in the fact that they got it made. Congratulations to them for being able to fool someone into getting this made. That's, that's it. I would compliment them and getting me to be stupid enough to spend $12 to watch the movie. <laughs> and also compliment them that they actually had the nerve to make it the longest Star Wars movie ever of over two and a half hours long of absolute garbage. <laughs> it was pretty absolute bad. Absolute garbage. Now, as you know, when we give an opinion on The Real Short Box where we separate ourselves from a plethora of other podcasts, we will defend to the T why we believe the way we do. Kevin, do you need perhaps maybe a handkerchief? I'm gonna need more than a handkerchief. <laughs> where should I begin, fellas? Oh, I know where we begin. Where they left off for episode seven from Force Awakens. You know, Ray comes to the island where Luke Skywalker's at. I'm thinking, okay, okay, where's well, gonna be cool? He's, he's gonna train her. He, he's gonna tell her why he's been on the island and, and what his plan is to take out Snoke. Oh no, no, no! What does he do? The first thing he receives the lightsaber. He just tosses it aside. 
And I'm like, okay, what's that all about? This is the lightsaber that was formerly his that got cut off his hand that his father took, you know, basically cut his hand off and flew away. And you would think he'd be like impressed. Like, oh, where'd you find this? You think he would ask that? If anything, what I would have done was I would have had him look at it as he did. Instead of him throwing it away, I would have had him hand it back to her and say, look, I no longer need this. Come with me and let's talk. In other words, because you know, it was kind of left as a mystery as to what was going to happen. I would have had him had him talk to Ray about why he's there and the plans that are that are in in motion. Do you feel like there's a parallel here when he threw that lightsaber that he was disrespecting the entire old franchise? Like we we looked up to Luke Skywalker. Yes. Yes, what they're saying is we're throwing out the old characters because we don't need them. We don't care about them. We never liked them. They're probably too misogynistic for our, you know, personal SJW <laughs> agenda. So therefore, there it is. You know what? And since we're going to make... And also, Ray is like, you know, criticizing Luke, you know, as if... You know. And, and before you continue there, I mean, if, if we're just going to tank this entire franchise while we're at it, why not make a two and a half hour film instead of about getting rebel base plans of the origins of blue milk? Oh, absolutely. Oh, my God. The, 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 you know, Luke, tit, Luke, tit, tit milking. Yes. Yeah. You know, Luke goes to a planet just to live out the rest of his life. He's given up on life. I mean, is that the Luke Skywalker that we knew? Just, just to go and give I up. I think one of the funniest memes I've seen, or, or little comic strips they did, they did uh, Kylo Ren, and you know Kylo Ren in the in the series. Then they showed him with his shirt off. He had rather large breasts. <laughs> well, when they did a cartoon of Luke Skywalker looking at him and his large breasts, and then he got that pump and stuck it on Kylo <laughs> and started milking him. <laughs> that to me was funny as shit. Well, that's symbolism for Disney, and unfortunately the people in charge of Lucasfilm wanted to milk the series. Ah! And using <laughs> the originality. old school, yeah. Yes, uh, you, know, Luke, you know, and this is what pisses me off, because when you see in the trailer, you remember that scene where you see the mosaic of like the original Jedi? Yeah. I thought, and in my little ego, because I said this for years, of what I've always imagined what the Force was really all about, I always said that the Jedi and the Sith were extremists. They're too dogmatic in their views of the Force. Yes. And they were out of balance. I figured, oh, this is great. The original Jedi were practicing the light and dark side of the Force the way you should be. Like, it's a yin-yang concept, basically. So I'm thinking that maybe Snoke, because the figure kind of looked like him a little bit, I'm thinking Snoke was one of those original Jedi who was the first one to become a full practitioner of only the dark side of the force. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I have my, it's my humble opinion, my cool theories that basically back then they had to punish him. Cause you know, he was, he basically was like a, a, a person who inspired the later Sith order mm -hmm. that they would have taken him and put him out in the unknown regions and trapped him. And that's where he was laying dormant for many years until uh -huh. after the emperors fall, and then the empire, the remnants go out to the unknown regions. And they discover him. They release him, almost like Mumron away from Thunderscats. You know, you find this ancient evil, you release him, and then now he's back on the scene. So you kind of have a purpose for this. Like you know, you have to find this last person of the reason why there was a true dark side. You know, and then this this would have been like the great character you could have used, like someone who was goes back to the beginning, a guy, the ancient Jedi. What do you, what do you think is the worst? Is it is it Snoke dying, uh, getting killed so carelessly? Yes. Is it the terrible. the scene on uh, on the Casino World? Oh oh oh, sense? oh 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 oh! Thank you for bringing that up. That was absolutely pitiful and pathetic. No offense to the SJWs, but offense. <laughs> How in the world are you going to have 
a scene where they go out of their way to save the, the cute little space animals, the space horses, but leave the, the slave children there to suffer. It's very symbolic. In real it. life, you see this. You see a lot of people are all super animal rights activists, which is cool. Nothing wrong with that. I love the animals too. Protect everybody. Yeah, protect all creatures. But then the children, oh, I don't care about the children. But Kevin, Goodbye. if you were drowning and a dog was drowning, I would save you if I had the choice, not the dog. And that is common sense well half the audience would do the opposite i understand but i, I get I, it too i understand that you know if people were different look, i'm not as cute choices. i'm not as cute as a golden retriever no doubt i mean i certainly would save uh, an animal before you well, but fine. you yeah. know uh, that's besides, that's the, besides point. the point right <laughs> we're, we're talking about some of the most disappointing scenes so we're talking about that also no lando what no would it make sense for lando to what about there? what about dress lady just slowly leading them oh towards, yes 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 how like, is it could i take seriously an admiral an admiral dressed in a freaking you know a night, nightgown evening gown evening gown you know she's going to like you know the, the ball and she's there just barking orders, and everyone's supposed to take her seriously. And I'm like, are you serious? Maybe the unwanted uh, quick death of General Akbar? Oh, yes. Admiral Akbar. Admiral, sorry. How dare you? How dare you disrespect Admiral Akbar? He dies. Son, I was sorry. Dies silently <laughs> off the screen. We don't even know he died. It's like, oh, yes. And we like to uh, remember the memory of Admiral Akbar. I'm like, what? what, what, what? Admiral Akbar's dead? This yeah. is a character that truly started from humble beginnings. George Lucas, in his wildest dreams, which, by the way, dork side, this message is for you. You miss George Lucas yet? You oh. miss him yet? Oh, you no, do I now. They do now. Well, first of all, <laughs> they threw out his, 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 most of his stories anyway for, for 789. He had original, and, and, and they scrapped and look, it. If you want to throw them out, great. But like, if you're going to produce this, unacceptable. Think right. about it. They had a scene that, that, that they'd cut out they were going to do with Vader's castle. They were going to go back to Mustaf, uh, Mustafar. There's certain things. That would have been awesome. Yes. But instead, we get uh, Mary get Poppins crap. Leia. Oh, Mary Poppins Leia. Now, I always wanted to see Leia use the Force, but not in that bizarre capacity. Like that. <laughs> it, it didn't make any sense. Nope. Not like that. And, and, and I want to mention just real quick with Akbar. Not a character, once again, that Lucas Pictures would be popular in his wildest dreams. A true underdog that we fans love, Admiral Akbar. How in the world are you going to kill Admiral Akbar? And if anything, if you could have someone make the sacrifice when they had the ship, you know, go light speed and, and destroy part of the fleet, yeah. Akbar should have been the one to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Because, because he we had, had more, uh, he had that more emotional, glory to go out Right. We, he had, we had that emotional connection to that character, so it made sense if he said, Admiral, allow me. You know, something Speaking like of that. Emotion. What about the uh, the romantic relationship uh, between Rose and Finn that uh, that's, suddenly matured? That's possibly that's possibly just as bad, if not worse, than Anakin <laughs> and, and, and and Almadala. Right from Attack Again, of the Clones. Lucas is like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It yeah, made no sense. Guys, ain't easy, is it? Suck it, it. It didn't make any sense. First of all, there was no love connection. It was just out of the blue. She decides to give him a kiss and then save his life when he's yeah. about to. Okay, make... okay. So it's funny you mention that. Because we are doubling up on two of the worst scenes back to back, right? The casino. What an awesome. Okay, before I get there, we'll, uh -huh. we'll talk about the final scene, is what I was getting at. Oh, oh. Okay, oh. so here we go. So you got, first of all, Luke Skywalker absorbing all those blasters was awesome. That's one thing that was just awesome. And until? Until it was anticlimactic. But then you follow that up with. Finn, who, in my view, sorry, he's your doppelganger, but he's a useless character who could have had use, and Rose killed herself instead. Now, of course, I'm going to stand up and clap for that, too. She killed herself. 
Well, no, she's she's gonna still be there. That's but my my point is. But I get you. My point is, is that Finn could have sacrificed himself and had a real purpose. Yeah. But Rose did it, and I don't know if there's any allegory or parallel to that. The bottom line is, it's like, oh, Finn, I needed purpose from you, and it took away after the disappointing anticlimax of Skywalker. Just like with Captain Phasma. It just, it just a useless character. So, someone, could been, someone who I thought was going to be like the Boba Fett of this series, a real cool, badass character, no purpose. And, and can we, I know it's, I, I hate to, to say absolutes, but I just, I feel very good about my statement here in the sense that Benicio Del Toro might be the worst character I've ever seen in a Star Wars movie. Just the worst. So did Admiral Holdo. I mean, they're all bad. Just yeah, the Admiral Holdo was to TV was okay. Oh, he, he's on the planet scene that I hate. Maybe that's where my my biases come right. in. Probably should have been Lando. Now worked. here's what I thought. Myself and Donald, we thought maybe yeah. he worked for Lando. We're gonna see Lando. Lando like, oh yeah, let me show you my my apprentice here who's been helping me. Absolutely, that would have made some sense. Or instead of him, it was just straight up Lando and yes, in general. But no, you know. Uh, I appreciate that they saved him for the last one, and I hope to God they Damn, do him justice. Oh, I I can see them killing off him and Chewie. Oh, they're oh, of course, you know, they don't of course. Do, you know they're gonna. I can away. guarantee with one hundred percent certainty, spoilers included here, everybody. Chewie's gonna die. Yeah, Chewbacca's gonna die. Oh yeah, I can guarantee oh, yeah. it. They'll, 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 I'll put money on it. You want to bet me? I'll take that bet. A hundred percent. If Han's gone and Luke's gone, Chewie's and, a dead man. Yeah, pretty a much a dead Wookiee. Pretty much. And do you realize, too, that we could have never seen Han Solo on Episode 7 and been perfectly content? Why did you kill him? I will never... And Skywalker... You, I have no problem killing him, but just the way they mm-hmm. killed him. Mm-hmm. Also, and you kill Luke Skywalker, at least seemingly... Oh, my God. Him. That's even more disrespectful. First of uh, all, we never got to see Luke Skywalker. That's something that pissed me off. In his full glory. We've waited years to see the full power of Luke Skywalker. But no, he's just a decrepit, angry old man. That likes to milk the titties milk. of giant <laughs> monstrous creatures. And, you know, an he's given up on life, and yeah, the Jedi. So those creatures this, look like the blue that. piano player from Return of the Jedi. Yeah, yeah, they do. They do. Now, there was one cool Yoda scene. That was cool. It's always good to see Yoda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I wanted more depth, man. I wanted to see more depth into the ancient Jedi. When we <sighs> saw those, really Je- we saw those Jedi textbooks. I said, "Oh my God, we're gonna see the 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 the, the, the Jedi scriptures and see what this is all about." Nope. Oh no, we don't see that. And it's called Star Wars. Where was the war? Oh, last but not least, of course, that battle scene. They're being followed. The most ri- ridiculous thing I've ever seen. They're being pursued. They could have easily killed them if they really wanted to. But it's just this little weird little game. Of just pep popping off one, you know, uh, uh, rebel shipped after another. You know, somebody had mentioned there's a, a podcast that I, I watch, and somebody had mentioned something that I, I'm trying to do some research on because I find it to be a very compelling argument. When you have a Disney property that's a Marvel property, Star Wars property, whatever, and you go to the Rotten Tomatoes website, you should automatically subtract 20 points. Well, yes, we know about the corruption that's involved with the cricks being their greases are being their palms are being greased. Well, it's it, and it's not even that. I think there there is just an intrinsic bias people have toward Disney as yes, well. Yes, and I, you know, I'm of the opinion if your if your product is good, it's good. If it's bad, it's bad. And I'm I want to start studying this because. I'm starting to notice there's some truth to this. Yeah, how did the Last Jedi get like what a 91 percent approval rating from critics? 
Oh. And when I saw it at first, oh, okay, this must be a really good movie. I mean, they're pumping up this is the best Star Wars movie ever. This is like a step back, and this and that. You know, they mean they're praising. It. I'm like, okay, I gotta check this out. And then I check it out. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Well, let me ask you, what are they smoking? Kevin, what are they smoking? Kevin and Donald. I want to ask you, do you feel that we still live in an age where a critic can sink a film? And maybe smaller films, blockbusters, uh, unless there's some controversy ahead of time, but not really. I'd say maybe like smaller films they could, but not really blockbusters for the most part. No, it's tough. I mean, based on the rabid fandom of of something like that, I would say no. They can't kill it, but they can at at this point now, because we've seen such a such a horrible one, it can do some damage. If anybody compares it to the last one. They're gonna hurt. They're gonna hurt. That's and, true. And they come on and say, "Oh, this is just as good as the Last Jedi." If you say something like that, and you're 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 or critical, just as bad as the Last Jedi. Yeah, they're right. in trouble. Yeah, but I, you know, and I'm kind of of the opinion. I mean, obviously, there's trailers out for Episode Nine right now, and once very, again, you notice how big those trailers are. And yep. they're very uninspired looking. Because you know what, rumor has it, rumor has it that they have multiple cuts out there, and they're trying to test to see which one works, so they can kind of you know because they're salvage. scared. So they can, they're scared because they're trying to salvage what's left. Yeah, and I tell you, Kathleen Kennedy will be remembered historically as well as the others involved. You know, J.J. Abrams, obviously Ryan Johnson for destroying a once great franchise. Like, think about it. I didn't go back to watch The Last Jedi. No. I um, didn't even buy a copy of the DVD or Blu-ray. No. What does that tell you? When I, I have say, the other movies, I will have this one. I will say there is one saving grace for Star Wars at this point, and I think it's television. I think it's the Disney Plus series, Mandalorian. Um, Mandalorian will so kind of like, possibly save... Well, John Favreau's behind it. Right. Save Star Wars on in that a end. way. On that end. Yes, in a way. But beyond that... that <laughs> As right. far as the if, movie's if concerned. If people see that the series is fantastic, you'll see a big shift for Disney from film to Disney Plus. Doing TV, yeah. To doing television. That might be the only thing. And that might be the smartest thing at this point that they can do is take their time and build it back up until they can re-release a, a new movie. serviceable movie franchise of, of Star Wars in film. Or else we will have a growing revolution at the box office where the power belongs to you. The people. As where it belongs, because you you will decide the fate of the Star Wars franchise. Yeah, and, and I'm just I'm I kind of want people to stand up with their money here and and express themselves we'll because th there is once again we keep repeating this. This is a special franchise. To to see it go down like this is just so upsetting. It's kind of like you know the first like Marvel film that I really fell in love with was uh, Spider Man. Mm -hmm. And to see what Andrew Garfield did, it just, it insulted me. Broke your heart, didn't it? It insulted me, yes. And people are like, and I was having this conversation the other More day. More like Mark, wasn't it Mark Webb? Yes, Mark Webb, the director. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's like this conversation I was having, they're like, oh, Spider-Man 3 really sucked. Oh, oh, I was begging for Spider-Man 3 when I saw Andrew Garfield. My opinion. I was yeah. begging for it. Begging for Toby. Spider-Man 3 versus Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yeah, there's no comparison. <laughs> bring back, uh, bring back everything. So emo Spider-Man. I would. Do you take think it. the Rise of Skywalker will be even worth watching? I think they know that they've made some mistakes, and I oh. think there will be some correction. But I think it's, it's too late, too late it's too to late. course correct 100. percent So it's going to hurt. The only it's going to hurt them pretty good. The only thing I could think of that could kind of work, and I mean just kind of work at this point, 
because I hear, you know, the Emperor is being brought back in some capacity. If you find out that Rey is related to the Emperor in some way, and that's why she has, like, these Force abilities, she, she catches on things so quickly, or that she's a clone of some sort, it, uh, that's, yeah. the only, that's the only thing you can may find, maybe find some logic to her character. Yeah, I agree. Stop trying to tease me with nostalgia, okay? Just because you're bringing... Move the story forward. Anything, wouldn't it have been smart if these guys learned from the Cobra Kai guys, the guys who produced the Cobra Kai TV series? So respectful of the Karate Kid series. And they have taken the story forward. They moved it forward. Respecting the old characters, integrating mm-hmm. them with the new characters. We mm-hmm. like the new characters. Mm-hmm. I'm saying to myself, my God, I wish the Cobra, guy, the Cobra Kai guys had made this the Star Wars sequel trilogy. Yeah, absolutely. you got to respect the source material. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I mean, last words, though, I mean, we'll give that to you, Darren. Well, I was just saying, like, just the, what I mean by the nostalgia factor is stop showing me Chewie, stop showing me Lando, stop showing me Palpatine, being like, oh, I remember them, because you've... Memory lane's nice, but I, tell me a story that moves the whole thing forward. That's the you, problem. You can fool yep. me in Force Awakens, but I'm on to you guys. Yep. I, it's just embarrassing. Star Wars, we're on to you. And it's sad. You make so much money that you mean to tell me you couldn't come up with a really good original idea to push the story forward. That's why I just, that's the story. We could write it. Oh, I, I, I've said it for years. Everybody out there, just hit us up at the real short box. We'll give you the real uh, sequel gmail.com. We will give you the real trilogy. And with that, uh, I think we're going to wrap this up. My name is Donald. I'm Darren. My name is Supreme Chancellor Kevin. <laughs> and uh, if we don't see you in another galaxy, maybe we'll see you at the comic shop this has been the real short box we'll see you at the comic shop thanks for listening 